It's lovely to have uh, Jackie on Testify Podcast with Sam and I today. Thanks for being here. Yes, thank you, thank you for coming. Even in, though Jackie. we had to twist you around to get here, it's uh, it's awesome. And you know, you only have ten minutes on a on a Sunday. Yeah. So we've just got a bit more time now to yeah talk a bit more about what the good Lord's done in your life and. Wow, he's done yeah. amazing things. I know. Amazing. We only heard a snippet, but we're looking forward to today. So, um, oh, thank you for having me on. It's awesome. And it is a privilege. Oh. Um, yeah, and it's all for Jesus. It's Amen. All for the Lord. Yeah, awesome. So yeah. good. So, were you brought? Where were you brought up and born and brought up? Well, going going back to my um, testimony. Yep. I was born in Holland, wow. and at the age of three weeks old, I was. Um, I lost a mum. So I reckon the enemy started way back then for me. Yeah, Yeah, no doubt. And and it's interesting because coming here on the way, I had a revelation. The Lord... Oh, literally on the way to... Here. Today. Okay. Wow. Yeah, it's um, Satan stole my childhood. Yeah, no doubt. Satan stole my whole life. Yeah. Up to now. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because I've only been Christian now for four years. Wow. So um, going back, yeah, three weeks old, I had no clue. And then, um, because Dad, I can only understand that Dad could not handle the loss. No. And um, and he had two, I had two older sisters, so he had to raise two other girls. So the easiest thing for him was to adopt me out to a loving family. Wow. And um, I never met that family, never, which is a shame because... um, they loved me. I was told they just loved me. And it was very hard for them when Dad remarried six months later when Mum died. It was very difficult for them. I was told to give me back to Dad. Oh, wow. Yes. So <clears throat> so your two older sisters stayed with your dad? Yes. yes. And then you were adopted to a family for six Six months? months. Like legally adopted? I don't or, know if it was okay. legal, um, but then they, this is what I have been told. Mm. Yeah, and then they had to give you back when to your When dad. dad remarried. Wow, okay. And um, he married a mum, who I didn't know was my stepmum. Right. And, um, and apparently she had a, a son from World War II and a, and a daughter <laughs> from wow. an English father and um, the son was from a German father. So oh, wow. Stepmom was, yeah, yeah, so there a bit was, of a rebel. Yeah, right. <laughs> Back then. So there was five of you, three biological and two step, uh, so you grew yes. up. Yes, I grew up with them. Yeah. And then a year later, uh, my younger sister was born. Oh, wow. Yes. Okay. Yes, so there was then literally seven of us wow. in the family. And then it wasn't long after, a year after she was born, I was two years old, and that's when Dad, he always wanted to come to Australia, okay. always. Um, he was a type of man, I really didn't know him. Right. I was just told. Yeah. But he worked for the underground um, back when World War Two was on, and I think when all the war was over, he just wanted to, to leave to get and come down to Australia and start a new life. Yeah. So that's what we did, and we... Um, we went over by ship, and apparently um, I was told um, they used to, um, like, have bets to look after me because I just cried all the way. Oh. And, like, I was like this, like, rocking all the time. Now, oh. that was, yeah, comfort for me. I don't know, but I knew something was going on. Wow. Even back then. 
even wow. though I didn't know if that makes sense. Yeah. And then, um, and then we came to a, a camp in um, Victoria. It's near Albury. I forgot, okay. the, I forgot the name of it. It's a famous camp. Right. And um, it's been burnt down lately, but um, we lived there for about a year. And, um, yeah, and I went to visit that camp and uh, the conditions weren't great. Wow. The beds that you slept in. But my sisters say they had a great time there, but <laughs> I don't remember it. I've seen yeah, photos yeah. of it and I've seen photos of myself at two years old, but I just don't remember it. Wow. So, My joy. Yeah, I can't remember <laughs> much either. It's a good thing. Maybe it's a good thing. Yeah, then growing up um, during the years, um, I couldn't understand why mum treated me the way she treated me. So you didn't home. know, when did you know that you were adopted by her? When I moved out of home, um, mum and dad lived in Adelaide, they moved around so many times. Okay. I went to so many different schools. Wow. I can't even remember. Mm. I was um, so I wasn't great at school. Friendship must have been hard as well. If friendship you're moving was, all the time, friendship was hard. But one good thing out of it, um, I adapted to people pretty well. Yeah, right. So that's that's one good thing because I do love people. Yeah. So that that was a good thing, and mm. um, and when um, when I found out in Adelaide, mum and dad moved to Adelaide. Then they decided they'd move back to the country. So I was 16 at the time. So much moving. There was a lot of moving. Mm. And um, I remember when I was um, my first job, I um, everything that I earned went to mum and dad. I had nothing. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty bad. But I'm amazed did, God got me through all this. Yeah. When did they tell you you were adopted? What age well, were you? I was... Um, I was 17 when my sister told me, but prior to that... In amongst mum and dad moving and visiting friends interstate, um, my younger sister and I, we were sleeping upstairs and my younger sister overheard the adult saying, oh, I just heard that your mum's not your real mum. I'm saying, nah, nah, don't believe it. But then, oh, I started wow. to, then I started to think, oh, maybe hmm, she's this not is my making mom. sense, maybe. Anyway, left it and, um, and when I moved in with my elder sister and her husband... She took me on, praise wow. God, and mum and dad moved back to the country with my younger sister and um, my elder sister told me, yeah. she told me the truth wow. about what really happened. Can I just clarify, so you're living with your real dad, stepmum? Yes. Cool. Okay. But, but you didn't know it was your stepmum? I you had thought, no yeah, idea. It, yeah. Dad yeah. never told me the truth. Yeah. He wow. never, he was, he never told me. Wow. He never, t- my two older sisters knew, but they left home as soon as they could. Wow. Oh, wow. So they left home as soon as they were of age where they could go out and work. So okay. I didn't grow up with my two sisters. As soon as we moved to Australia, it was a few years later, they left home. Yeah. And you were seven or eight or something? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because my uh, two elder sisters, one's 11 years older, the other one's nine years older than me. And so <laughs> the one who's 11 years older, when you were 17, took like you went and lived with her? I lived with her and her husband. Oh, awesome. Yeah, she was like a mum to me. Wow, she was, she was great. No, she was great. And um, she told me everything. Wow. And um, it's like, wow. It's like, I was just overwhelmed. It's yeah. like, wow. She must have been told when, <clears throat> when she was nearly a teenager that she couldn't tell you at home then, hey, your dad must have said to her, I, you can't talk about it, or they just didn't. I don't, look, she never told me. 
Okay. She never told me because she hardly visited mum and dad when I was growing up. Yeah, okay. So she wasn't in the good books when she left home. And same with my other sister. She left for a man. She just escaped home, married a man, went to Sydney. I hardly saw her growing up too. So, wow. yeah, I just wanted to leave home. <laughs> I yeah. can understand. And, so, and the, there was no there was no God talk? Well, we no were God raised stuff? as a Catholic. Okay. So we did go to church. Yep. Not every Sunday. And all I remember um, growing up with mum and dad when we went to church um, was just there going to church. All I can remember is having communion in my long white gown that my Mm. original mum made. Mm. It was about yellowish by the time I wore it, but it was a pretty dress. Mm. Um, That's really all I remember. And just... I did bad things. I went to confession. Oh, wow. And the priest would say, Hail Mary, you you are forgiven. Don't sin anymore. As soon as I go out, what do I do? (laughs) (laughs) I didn't mean to, but I had had bad thoughts about my stepmom. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. And um, and I honestly thought, well, what's the point? I'm going to go to hell. So what's the point? Wow. Well, that's basically what I thought back then. Yeah. Yeah. I did have – look, I believed in God. But I thought God was so mad at me. Yeah, you didn't And cut because it. the way I was brought up, gee, I must be bad because I didn't have anything. Oh, like Jackie. Yeah, well, you know, that was my life. And yeah. um, that's probably why I've had this poverty mindset for a long time, which mm. God is working on me now. Yeah, Praise wow. God. Yeah. And, um, for example, going to school – I would wear secondhand clothes. I remember going to school wearing shoes that had holes in them, like get wet socks when it rained and was picked upon by kids and yeah, if you wow. yeah, it was it was tough. It was yeah. tough for a kid. I would never bring my child up. If I had children, I'd never bring them up like that. Yeah, no way. Yeah. But that's the way they were, whereas my younger sister had the best. Wow. I'd be in competitions. I was a marching girl and I used to love being in the marching girl competition. And and um, when our team won, um, mum and dad could never afford to to um, to pay for my trip into state. Whereas for my younger sister, then they went into state. So oh, it's wow. like things like that, little things like that. Mm. Um, there's a lot more. I think I've blanked it out. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Fair enough. I think I've blanked it out. So when my sister told me, I wasn't really surprised. Yeah, yeah okay. I wasn't really surprised. And the, the dots connected a bit. All the dots connected. And look, I have no proof. Only God knows. But, um, but when my sister told me about mum, how depressed she was, mm. because you see, my mum came from a very rich family and when she married dad, he was a commoner. He was like a farm boy. And the parents were against that. And they so said chopped to her, her off. Basically, you have a choice. And apparently she made the choice to marry dad. And, oh, wow. And then the parents cut her off. And, and luckily she kept in touch with one of her sisters. And that's how we found out. Wow. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and then she had me because the, she was depressed. So the doctor yeah. said, well, have Jackie. You'll get over your depression. <laughs> oh. <laughs> basically, not in those words, but yeah. basically. Have another child. Yeah, have another child. It'll you make joy. you feel better. Yeah. And um, obviously it didn't because wow. three weeks later when um, we lived in a, in a house that was on a university property and Dad was the caretaker of the university. So he came home for morning tea, to have morning tea with Mum. And this one particular morning, well... He found mum dead on the floor. Wow. The gas stove was on and I was upstairs in my cot 
and I went back to that place to visit it um, wow. about 25 years ago. It was a small place. Wow. So God kept me alive. Amen. Yeah, God kept me alive. So you, how long did you live with your older sister? And Was she in Adelaide, did you yeah, say? Yeah, she was in Adelaide. I lived with them for two years. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then I decided, look, I might as well go and visit my parents, have a trip down to Victoria because that's where they moved back to. And um, so I went to visit and I met a man there. Met a man. <laughs> I met a man. It wasn't my husband Paul, but I yeah. met a man there, and um, and I frequented I frequented down to Victoria, and um, and then eventually I decided I'm going to move down. Parents are there. I may as well move down, but I didn't move in with my parents. I moved to Melbourne, and I lived in a hostel there wow. for quite a few years, a just hostel. to be with my man. Yes, wow. it was a great place. Really, had yeah, my own okay. room, shared with a lady, and visited mum and dad frequently in Kilmore, which is about an hour's drive north from Melbourne. And um, and then about a year later, mum and dad decided to move back to Adelaide. Oh, <laughs> no way. <laughs> And then I decided I'd stay in Melbourne because I had right. a job and set myself up there and, and um, yeah, praise God, yeah. I, I got through that. Still no, still no sort of revelation of Jesus or God on no, the nothing. scene? Just, no, no, no. Just existing, just, just living? Just existing. And then I married and um, was married right. for 11 years to, to, my, to wow. Ron, his name was. And, um, yeah, after 11 years of marriage... Um, I left because um, he was having affairs with two women that I knew. (laughs) So, yeah, so we, um, I divorced. I just Mm. thought, no, I can't handle this. Mm. Went, um, left left home and and then I rented, not by myself, but boarded with other people. And then I, um, and then during that time, yeah, rejection hit me hard. And I was, and then I ended up becoming depressed so that what got me through that was personal development right okay so i ended up in personal development so you start reading the old motivation stuff like tony reading robbins books and... no it wasn't tony robbins oh, there's okay. a book i don't even know the author but the first book i was introduced to was called celestial prophecy oh wow okay so straight into it straight into it yeah. and i i um i volunteered during that time i had a great job uh, in between, of mm-hmm. course, and I worked for corporate, great job, earning very good money, mm. and um, I was set for life. I thought I was set for life. Mm. So someone was looking after me, mm. and uh, mind you, I always believed in God. Right. But I honestly God didn't think God loved me. God as far as creator. Yes. Creator yep. God. God. I, I believe that. I believe that there's a God. True. Yeah. yeah, okay. Uh, so you just didn't know him. No, I didn't know him. Yeah. So, so um and having communion, nothing about Jesus, just taking the bread and didn't know anything about it. Mm. No clue about yeah, the message wow. of communion. Wow. But I believed in God. Yeah, okay. I can relate. There's a lot yep. of stuff happens between yep. us and God. Yeah, yeah. So yep. it was a very interesting journey. So going back to when I was working in corporate and um, after my divorce, I ended up volunteering um, for a um, company called Crisis Line, mm-hmm. and I was a telephone counsellor. They trained me up as a oh, telephone wow. counsellor, and that was great. I loved it. Wow. And um, in that um, organisation, I met a couple who were running a course called Inner Peace. Right. And it led me to meditation. Yeah, okay. Wow. So, um, 
And that's when I read the book Celestial Prophecy, mm-hmm. where you go into this higher state of consciousness where yes. people's bodies just disappear and you can't see them. And, and um, doing mm. meditation would lead you to that state of higher consciousness. Mm. Wow. And, yeah, from there it, um, it just opened the paths of many other courses in personal development, NLP, neurolinguistic programming. It's all about retraining the brain and mm. the neurons in the brain and and um, doing this course with, um, oh, I did many certifications um, and I met Doreen Virtue who taught me how to do angel card reading. She was a, wow. I don't know if you ever heard of her, she's a, a great spirit, well she was a great spiritual teacher. She taught people how to connect with their angels wow. and I just loved her. I thought, wow, I'd love to learn all about this. So that delved me into the new age wow. side of things. So I learned about angels, I learned how to connect with angels. I, um, oh, it was, it was just awesome. I thought, wow, because I thought to myself, gee, she's got beautiful energy. Mm. She was in that state of highness. Right. Because we talked a lot about higher self back mm. in New Age. It's all about higher self and, and in the higher energies. So, the oh, aura. she's in touch with the, with the higher angels. This is awesome. So, I just really got hooked in and, wow. and started to follow her. Um, How many t- years was that for? Oh, gee whiz. That was about seven years. Wow. Yeah. Went to Hawaii twice to do her courses. Um, even convinced my husband to come with me and wow. he did one of the courses and just training you how to read not, other oh, people. Oh, you're not your previous No, my current husband. Oh, wow. I was married to, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because about 11 years, um, I was single for about 16 to 17 years after wow. my divorce. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, that's when... Um, Paul came along. Paul came along oh. and I was already into the new age and personal development and and Paul supported me. And I thought, well, look, you know, you could have a better life too. <laughs> and, um, yeah, unfortunately, yeah. I yeah. sort of convinced him to come with me and he just wanted to please me and that's what a husband does. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah. It's, it's pretty fascinating, that stuff, because I, I personally feel like uh, some of it is not far off the mark it's just a different source and it's looking at something that we now see as um, quite dangerous and mm. the wrong source. Mm. Well, did you have any pretty big... Bad experiences? Experiences? Um, well, when I learnt how to do um, angel readings, I decided I'm going to go out there and do it for a living. So... Um, you left your corporate job? Yeah. Oh, in amongst doing um, a Louise Hayes course, um, teaching you how to love yourself. So um, I learned how to run workshops and teach people how to love themselves. And and together with the angels, wow, I thought, this is great. Yeah. I I really, I was on a, I I was rolling. I thought I was rolling. I loved it. Because I loved helping people. Sure. Yeah, Yeah, I loved helping people, that side of it. I didn't have no idea what I was getting myself into. No idea. So, um, just naively walking down this path. Yep. And so I loved myself. And you, look, you would laugh at the times I used to go into the mirror and I used to say a hundred times, I love myself. I love myself. I love myself. Because, of course, deep down, I was, there was a lot of guilt and shame and, well, if you have to say it then. that much, you're trying to convince yourself you well, love exactly. yourself. <laughs> well, that's right. Even when well, I was going it. through tough times, I'd face myself in the mirror to, yeah. to, to say I love myself. It'd make you feel better after a while. Mm. Yes. Something shifted after a while. Yeah. But, oh. it, yeah, it was all works. 
Yeah. It yeah. just all works. Yeah, that's that's really good. That's a really good statement because it's really interesting. There is a lot of this that goes on. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got a friend that I went to school with Yeah, uh, that's on a similar journey. And some of the stuff that he talks to me about and shares, I, I can't argue with him in the sense of, man, what you're doing is wrong. You know, like mm-hmm. they're just trying to be good. And I know what they're missing. Yeah. But I can't, I can't argue the point. I've just got to let someone experience it. So can you tell us a bit more about maybe some of the experiences that you had and then maybe what changed when you came to the belief that you have now? Like what happened when you encountered God? But the yeah. journey before, like what was it like? Was there powerful mm-hmm. there big were, experiences? Well, let's say um, my only scary experience was when I gave this lady a reading. And um, because I did mediumship, I learned how to read palms and stuff like that. And and um, I could see spirits. So I could, I literally could see spirits. I thought they were angels. Yeah. This is not a great thing to say, but I did call myself Angel of Light. Mm. And that's how they came to me for readings. So, and um, so anyway, um, and that was suggested to me because I had a life coach. And she suggested, call yourself Angel of Light. Oh, yeah. that sounds good. Oh, yes, Angel's Light. So that's what I did. Yeah. And, um, and I could see light around people. So wow. anyway, this um, particular woman came to me and, um, and she was asking about her dead son. And, and um, that freaked me out. <laughs> because when I give readings, I like to encourage. I never did give the future like you're going to die or this is going to happen. Um, because I learned a lot. So in between all that, I learned the Martini method, which is human behaviour. That helped. I could understand human behaviour. So, um, and anyway, this particular reading, this woman, I said, yeah, I see your son there, which I did. I saw the light. See, because what you're taught is on the right side, if you see somebody on the right side, a light on the right side, it's a female. If you see someone on the left side, it's a male. So I saw light on the left side. Yep, that's your son. And, um, and then she asked a question like, well, why, um, why was he killed? That threw me. Oh, I, don't, I didn't say I don't know. And this happened in the Mind Body Psychic Festival. So it was, if you have any understanding, you do a reading for 20 minutes and then boom, next one comes up. So wow. it's bang, 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 bang all day. Of course I did it for money too. It was my living. Yeah. And, but I did love helping people. Yeah. But this threw me really badly. And anyway, um, she asked the question, why, why, why did they kill my son? Why was, he, why was he where we was at? And I just had to say, well, look, I'm so sorry to hear about this, but your son was at the wrong place at the wrong time. And she said, well, he was at home. Well, he was still there at the wrong place at the wrong time. I couldn't help her. Mm. I, just, but I just don't know how I got through it. But we finished the reading and, um, and then I continued on with the other readings and then um, when the mind, and then the next day it was another day of readings. But that threw me that bit, wow. and um, and that this was in Sydney, mind, body, spirit. And then coming back to Melbourne, three weeks later was the Melbourne mind, body, spirit. During that three weeks, I was crook. I was um, I, I became sicker and sicker in regards to going to the toilet, vomiting, lack of energy. Oh. What is going on? Anyway, come the Melbourne mind, body, spirit. 
um, I had to cancel the first two days and I love it and I love committing. When I commit, I commit. Mm. But this time I couldn't. I was too crook. Anyway, I felt a bit better on the Sunday so I thought, I'm going to go in and um, surely working with the angels, that will perk me up. When I set up in the reader's room, another medium picked up that this spirit that I had read for was latched onto me. That freaked me out. <laughs> so, um, and um, anyway, they cleared it for me. Um, they, they, they just, they got rid of it for me and um, I ended up as good as gold again. I continued reading. Um, this was for another two years. Wow. After that, I discovered Doreen Virtue, my great angel teacher. Um, she came to her senses and um, she turned Christian. Oh, wow. no way. Mm. And a lot of us readers were thinking, oh, gee, what has she done? What has she done? And um, during that time, um, and my husband can verify, I was starting to get a bit tired of going to do readings, you know, travelling here and there. Something inside of me was saying, it's time to let it go. Can I ask, was it good money? Very good money. Yeah, better than um, your average, like, corporate job? Um, let's say I wasn't earning as much as corporate. Okay. Let's say that. But, um, but it was good money. Like, if I was doing my life coaching, I would earn $120 an hour. Oh. Um, wow. Readings, I would charge $60 an hour. And it, sometimes it would be $120 if, if they needed more time. Okay. So, Yeah. But I just did it part-time. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I did it part-time from home. So, so yeah. So, um, when I discovered about Doreen Virtue, I still continued readings. And then it was, it was when I went to my first church and um, the pastor there ran a course called Prophetic Courses. Of course. And that drew you in pretty quickly. That drew me in. <laughs> and, um, and I was saved back at that Back then, oh, look, look, there's so much involved in this. <laughs> so much involved. It's awesome. Um, when I was saved, I continued readings because I was committed. I think you remember that at the Melbourne Mind, Body and Spirit Festival. Um, even though I knew something wasn't right. But prior to then, with Doreen Virtue, there was one particular time I listened to her and I went onto her website and on her website, she had Deuteronomy on there, Deuteronomy 28, mm -hmm. about idolatry and witchcraft and, and um, how it's an abomination to the Lord. I thought, oh, that, that crept into my mind. So I thank Doreen Virtue for that in a way because mm. she um, helped me also to stray away. Did I do it straight away? No, because I just, I loved my friendships that I had and mm. there was a lot of letting go. So when I got saved and, um, and then I did this prophetic course with the church and um, we were talking about clairvoyance and readers and they knew I was a reader. Mm. And when the pastor mm. said, well, if you're going to do readings, you have to be prophetic with the word. Yeah, come on. I thought, oh, I think I better not continue this <laughs> so that got that was there was a seed planted right there mm. there was a seed i continued going to church because i loved god's word and um and anyway i did this mind body and spirit festival because i was committed because see prior to being saved i had committed back in february booked the ticket went right. to melbourne and i was saved in july so um so i went down to melbourne and um 
did my readings. Um, there was a few times I mentioned Jesus in the readings. I didn't come here to hear Jesus. I came here to hear about whatever. Wow. Yeah, so it wasn't easy. It drained me, actually. And normally when I do readings, it's uplifting. But these four days, it was draining. And there was a lot going on. And, um, and anyway, I finished it. Yay! And I thought, hmm, well... No, I'm not going to do this. Wow. So anyway, dashed back home um, and at the Melbourne Qantas terminal, um, I went to the ladies, then walked steadily to the Qantas lounge and there was no one around. It was just probably only the Qantas lounge heading back to the Gold Coast, which was way at the end, at the gate. And I was just walking normally, Had only had little heels on, not stilettos. And there must have been a drop of water and I just slipped, went whoosh and landed backwards, landed right backwards. Luckily, I had a backpack on and, um, yeah, I did my, did my rest. Wow. There's a long scar there oh, wow. and um, mm. there's a plate still in there. <laughs> now, that wasn't God. I know that. It was my pride. <laughs> I know wow. it was my pride looking back, thinking, yay, I did it. And, um, and I thought, oh, this is not good ended up in hospital because they wouldn't let you on the plane. My hand was like like this. Wow. So um, they said, you're not going on this plane. Ended up in um, hospital that night, operated on. Paul came up and um, from the Gold Coast to see me and um, stayed with me. And I said to him when I was in hospital, soon as this is over with, I've got to get back to the Gold Coast. I want to get baptised in water. Wow. And, um, wow. and someone from the church that I was with um, suggested to me, throw away all my new age books. You're going to have to throw everything away. Amen. Everything away, which I spent a lot of money on. Yeah, I bet. And especially the Demartini um, stuff. And there's something I want to mention about Demartini. Very clever man, but boy, he's deceived. Yeah. I'll say that much. Um, were you, like, how deceived were you? Very. Like, so blind that you... I was so blind. And that's why I had a revelation this morning um, that um, the enemy stole from me, even my childhood, even my marriage, really, not having children. I was easily deceived. Wow. Very, oh, I yeah, would say, it sounds I would say like, crazy, really, but I was deceived. Like, and I wanted to be part of something, hence yeah, new yeah. age, and helping people. I thought, yeah. this is it. I love this. Mm. So, in a sense, you were quite naive because you are Desire is to help people. Absolutely. Even so in my just, 30s and 40s. Just walking down Meandering. this. And it's getting deep and dark. Yep. And you're off. Oh, yeah. But you, you don't even know. No. I had no <sighs> idea. The enemy kept me at bay. And, um, and I wish someone had have told me when I was saved, be prepared for attacks. <laughs> right. Okay. Because three months I had to deal with, with that. Wow. And it was very difficult. Couldn't sleep very well. No. The enemy just wanted to hold me back yeah. and, and keep me. And what did I do? I just continued staying in the Word. Yeah. I just every morning, just stay in the Word. Um, the couple who... Um, exhausting. Well, you know, it, it was exhausting, but when I read the Word, it wasn't. Amen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I loved it because it opened my eyes. It's like God opened my eyes because mm. this couple who, who um, baptised us in the Holy Spirit gave us a beautiful book. It's called The Book of Life and it's by Andrew Womack mm. and, um, and it had all the study notes in it and I just loved reading that. Mm. It was like, wow, everything's coming to 
alive here. It's all starting to make sense. And, and then, of course, I started beating myself up because why did I do this? What, what, what happened? Right. But it's because I think I was looking for love and the yeah. truth oh, all sure. along. All along. All along. And nobody um, really helped. You know, I thought New Age was it. But it's dead. Yeah, really, wow. it's dead. Like, um, you know, when I did all this mirror work and, and working on myself and, and the Martini work and, and I remember a, a, a point, um, just wanted to share about this because this is important for those out there who are doing this sort of stuff. In human behaviour, they teach you you have two sides, negative and positive. When I worked on my stepmum... Um, I thought I was over it. <laughs> and anyway, and the, and the, it's, it's called the breakthrough method. And you sit there, you start the breakthrough at um, two o'clock on a Saturday afternoon and you're around about finish at one o'clock in the morning. And um, it's answering all these questions. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's called the breakthrough method. Now I know where it comes from, the Bible. <laughs> but it's not like that. But, um, but this Martini guy, he's just stolen everything from the Bible and he just took, twisted, it. twisted it and left Jesus out. Anyway, I worked on my stepmom. What, what are the negatives about your stepmom? Easy to find. What are the positives? Not so easy to find. Anyway, found it. Okay, where are you like that negatively? Where are you like that positively? So that's like the breakthrough method. It crunches it down, down, down. The next morning, I thought I had, yay, I've forgiven my stepmom. So I, when we had a sharing the next Sunday morning, I put up my hand and said, oh, I'm so grateful now what stepmom has done for me and it's made me stronger and all this stuff and independent and, and now I forgive her. You know what he said? There's no such thing as forgiveness. That blew me away. Who said that? Martini. Oh, Dr. So John F. Martini. Oh, who said that? So your your breakthrough session was actually a, a session you're doing with him. With a, him, a but, you, but you fill out these sheets and um, and then you have helpers. I became a Martini life coach after all this, but you, you you answer these questions and they're broken down. There's two sheets on the, on the first side is A side, list all the positives. On the other side is B side, list all the negatives. And you're not saved at this point. No, this no. was before I was saved. And so you've you've done it, the work, and it's come back and you're like, oh, I want to share, I've forgiven my stepmom. Yeah. And he said, forgiveness isn't a real thing. No, no Whoa. such thing as forgiveness. And that threw me back. Um, I knew something was wrong. I just knew something was wrong. Oh, wow. Yeah, so he is a very deceived man. Jeez. Yeah, and the Bible, he called it the book of wealth. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, wealth That's to what, him. He's stolen his knowledge from it. it makes him money. <laughs> well, exactly. But I'm saying it's out there and mm. it's and it's frightening and I got hooked right into it. Little did I know. Little did I know. I thought I was progressing. And then, of course, when I was saved and discovered, oh, my goodness, what I'm hearing in the Word and when I studied at Caris Bible College, this Martini's grabbed all this from the mm. book. It's just was it just it. Was it just like many that? many other people. Yep, and same with Louise Hay. Her book, um, You Can Love Yourself, Heal Your Life. There was a big following, Louise Hay, in the New Age days. Wow. So, um, all stolen. They left Jesus out. So, of course, when I went into the church and couldn't understand who's this Jesus, it's like, wow, Who I repelled. Who does forgive me? I repelled. Wow. I repelled big time. Right. And so, 
yeah, I was just going to say, so what happened as you got saved and you're journeying through this? Like I know a lot of it would have hurt because you've realised, um, like you're, you said earlier, oh, like the mistakes I've made and I did the wrong thing. But surely there's been some moments of like, like it, I don't know, I see you maybe being to understand and a, attain things that other new Christians wouldn't straight away because you're like, no, there is power to this. Mm-hmm. I've been walking in the opposite. Can, like, what was that like? Wow. Well, um, becoming a Christian and seeing, seeing the opposite of what's happened has, has just um, it's thrown, it's, it blew me away in a good way. Yeah, of course, good. in a good way, especially when I started reading the Gospels mm. and, um, and John and when I, um, this is funny, it's like um, when I um, discovered that Jesus is God in, in the Gospel of John, wow, I could not wait to share it on my email list. <laughs> <laughs> and I had a good was... following on my email list because they knew that I was, I was turned a Christian but I thought, if you still want to hear from me, let me know. I'm still going to send messages. And I shared with them my journey of, of who God is. It's Jesus. He's a loving God. And then I remember this one particular guy. Um, he was a great follower of me. And, um, oh, boy, he argued with me. He argued. And I got... I started to get quite upset, to be honest. Mm. And we were just going back and from, back and from, emailing to each other. And it was interesting. My husband was on the couch and, um, and I was sharing this with him. I said, oh, I can't believe he doesn't believe this. And he goes, well, why are you going back and forth? You're speaking to the enemy here. Oh, goodness. So it's like, I am. I'm speaking to the devil. What's the point? If they don't want to accept it. Yeah. What's the point? Yeah, don't so, take up your time. No, no, exactly. So, so it helped me because I discovered Jesus was God. Yeah. He is God. And I just fell in love with the word and I just discovered how loving he is. Can, before you ask, can I just ask one thing? No one, no one convinced you. Like no one was like, oh, Jackie, come here. I've got to, I've got to show you some stuff that's going to convince you. You, you found Jesus oh, God was me. on your mm-hmm. own. Well, it's just what the word, it's simple. It says, I'm the great I am. Yeah, wow. I am God. No one comes to the Father except through me. Yeah, and when you found all, you, you went through that process, on, not on your own, obviously you had people around you, but knowing all you've known from New Age and all you've learned, which would be very, very learned. Um, oh, it was very learned, yeah, very detailed. Yeah, and then you've actually come on a, journey and you've found God for yourself and realized that Jesus the is the son of the God, son of God. In the word. Man. Yep. In the word. So. That opened my eyes and that's when I um, decided I want to do Karis Bible College. Great. Oh, wow. Yeah. So this inner peace stuff that you were searching for with yeah. the new age Good. stuff that you had to no work peace your way in new age. Yeah. This so-called search, as soon as you met Jesus. Oh. There was a peace, right? There was a, a, look, there was an amazing peace. My fear, I had one fear, that I would not go to heaven. Wow. That was my fear. Right. And, um, and Paul was at work and I was, I was in bed that morning reading the word and um, knowing that um, Jesus is God. And what happened was I started repenting about new age, the darkness and what I got myself involved in. And then I was really, 
I was crying and I said, mm. oh, Lord, am I in your book of life? Oh, Hope wow. oh no, yeah, seriously. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, of course. I, I was really upset and I think I was crying for about an hour and then I just heard the sweet voice saying, you're in my book Come of on. life, oh. sweet child. And oh. it was like, wow. And oh. then I cried more. Yeah. <laughs> and um, to be honest with you, I am still in the – I mean, I'm in the – I wouldn't say I'm in the process. I'm receiving his love. I'm in the process of removing my poverty mindset totally. That's where I'm at at the moment. Mm. Yeah. And I, I would add fully, being fully restored. Yes, Because you, you said um, the devil robbed you of many yeah. things. Yeah. And 100%, he did me too. Mm. But one thing I know for sure is God won't just be putting your name in the book of life, but he'll be fully restoring mm. everything to you. Um, and the, yeah. what the devil used for his way, God will use for his way for Amen. good. And, um, yeah. That's so good. Yeah. Oh, God is so good. Mm. He is. And just discovering God's goodness, you know, studying in, um, mm. at Karis Bible College, that helped me so much too that first year. So good. And I was going to do second year, but I was deceived out of it. But that's yeah. another story. So you... You know, you used to look in the mirror and say a hundred times, you know, you're loved or whatever. Never gave me peace, though. No. Never gave so me peace. So, you don't even have to say in the mirror. No. You just know I just who know. you are. I just know. I just know that I yeah. am loved. See, that's so... Yeah. I just know that I am loved. And, and is that, um, that's not works. That's not a result of works. That's no. not a result of... No. Behavior and and um, it's you know just practice. Him. It's just positioning yourself in Him, right? Positioning myself in Him. Oh wow! Reading the Word, like listening to sermons yeah. daily. I, yeah. It's it's like I'm not doing anything. It's the Come Holy on. Spirit in me that's Come changing on. my yeah. heart. The it's, ultimate power. It is the ultimate power because yeah. I used to be so hard on myself, hard on my husband, even hard on others. Mm. Silently. Mm. <laughs> Because it's so works oriented, right? Yep. The whole new age thing is all flesh, all mm. works. Yeah. Uh, there's no grace in that. There is no grace. It doesn't give you peace. No. It, it it just it just takes you into a pit further and further. That's what happened for me. Wow. And I always sensed, even in new age. This is a really. It's it. like interesting when we were living in Melbourne, and I wasn't saved back then. I had a sense something big was going to happen. I said it to Paul, I said, and I thought it was just, oh, yeah, we're just going to move to another house, but it was big. It was, it was myself. It, well, it was his salvation for me. It was <laughs> yeah, awesome. come on. It was awesome. And I so when you no found, idea. when Christ sort of rescued you, salvaged you, what, um, Paul will share his own journey, but how did, did he just follow along type thing or? Paul, well, it was interesting. It was Paul that was led to the church. Wow. Yeah, he was doing his gym work and swimming work and when he um, checked out um, the Runaway Bay Community Centre, he thought, oh, what's going on here? Oh, awesome. And when he looked at the window... Um, there's a church there. There's a church there. <laughs> and um, and um, Pastor Tina's her name and she came to, to Paul and said, oh, why don't you come in and um, and um, have a look? And he goes, no, 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 I'm in my grubby T-shirt and I'm sweaty. <laughs> oh, don't worry Doesn't about matter. it, my husband's he's got a T-shirt on this day. And, yeah. and, um, and then, of course, when Paul, he went into the church and when he 
came home. I was working that Sunday as a reader and tweet heads. So when he came home, he um, um, when I came home that evening, he said, oh, guess where I've been today? And I said, oh, where? He said, church. Oh, really? Didn't really interest me, to be honest. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, and um, at the time when the Commonwealth Games were on, oh, they yeah. were going on about the traffic and going to Tweed Heads. I thought, this is not going to be good. I don't want to be sitting in traffic for hours. I'll come to church with Paul after the three weeks. Wow. And and um, seeing the word, it's like, wow, it, that's, that's, awesome. that's what did it. How good, hey? Yep, so seeing the power. scriptures, the power, power of, of the God's word. word. Yeah. It Come does on. plant a seed in people. Amen. It took another three weeks um, afterwards, and then um, I was saved. Wow. Yeah. That's fabulous. And then went to that prophetic course, and then that I did it I, for me. I think it was Kyle and Tina, eh? Yes. Yeah. Oh, fabulous. Yes. Is that the same yeah. building we had youth in? Yeah. It would be. We had youth there oh, uh, many you? years ago. Yeah. In yeah. Runaway Bay, and that um, hall there. We had youth yeah. there. Wow, and it's really interesting because Pastor Tina said, because we met, we met with them quite a yep. few times later, and she said, do you know that was the only Sunday Carl had a T-shirt on that yeah, day? there you go. No way. Mm. Yeah. So, so God was doing amen. something way back yeah. then. So amen. I do praise God, and he's and continuing to change my heart right now. Even the traffic with Commonwealth Games because there was no traffic. <laughs> was oh, no. traffic. I cancelled work for two or three weeks and then I, someone called me into a job and it was the quietest the roads have ever wow. been in yeah. the middle of the day. So wow. even that, <laughs> yeah. that's good. You're hearing that report on the radio or the news. Yeah, it's isn't awesome. that amazing? Yeah. So God, is. Is, God was at work, so it was through Paul yeah. that he got through to wow. me. Because mm. I can awesome. be quite stubborn, and to be honest with you, <laughs> to be honest with you, new age builds up pride. Right, it does build up your pride. Yeah, yeah wow. Because you think you're something. Oh, of course you do. Yeah. I'm the best, and then you compare yourself with others, and yeah. and look, and there have been attacks with other readers. I've been attacked by other readers. Yeah, no doubt. You know, because I've probably had more clients than they did. Because I honestly thought I was working for God's angels, but little did I know I was working for the dark angels too. Yeah, wow. The devil's that, angels. That did freak me out. Yeah. Hell's angels. Hell's angels. But God was there Amen. all along. Yeah. yeah. He was there all along. He knew all along. He does know our plan. He yeah. does. Yeah. Right from yeah. the beginning. 100%. Truly believe awesome. that. Yeah. And he's just continuing and... And look, today it's like, Lord, how are you going to use me now? At the moment, I'm I'm just sensing, stick with the word, keep right. hearing the word, Come on. and that's so where good. I'm at at the Praise moment. The just I was going to ask you that question. That's beautiful. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah. And I don't think in our lifetime we can ever have too much of the word and understand too <laughs> much of the much. word anyway. Oh. I think the more you read, the more you realise you know nothing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> for me anyway. Yeah, that's well, good. for me it's, it's like staying in the word, remaining humble. Good. Um, for me, it's just remaining humble, um, accepting new friendships, which uh, with on. Chapel has yeah. been absolutely marvellous. Eh? Beautiful yeah. people, especially the Salt Group. They're oh, just amazing. beautiful people. and Because I was the type of person who would not be close to anybody. Right. I never knew how to. Wow. I never knew how to. Praise the oh, I never wow. knew how to be in a relationship because I never had a relationship with mum or dad. Wow. And then my sisters left and then... I got married very early at 20, so, yeah. Wow. And it was all about being in control of your life. And that's what New Age teaches as well, being in control. That was a big wow. thing to let go of, 
being in control. It's funny because we believe the opposite, don't we? <laughs> exactly. God, you're in control. Now I do. Yeah. God is in wow. control now. Wow. But it's like a new age and personal development, it's all about self-help. You're in control. Yeah. You're in control. It's I, I, I. Yeah. Nothing about God praying to the universe. And I never said universe. I always said God. But new age people do go directly to the universe. Yeah. And the even universe that's, is the creator. Even that's pretty funny. It is. <laughs> it's a bit strange, eh? Hey? It is. Mm. It is. Well, we just appreciate you yeah. sharing um, a bit longer and a bit more in depth. And Thank you. Just so thankful that you would encourage others who may be in, you know, new age. Absolutely. Searching down that track. Yeah. Um, to say you would, you would deepen it and you would deceive it. Big time. But God rescued you and you found the truth. Amen. And it's, yeah. um, mm. it's just a beautiful testifier. So yeah. Thank, thank you so you. much. And thank you to Chapel Church. It's awesome. It's just been so good. Great. And knowing Jesus, it just gets better and better every day. So good, Jackie. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Fabulous. Thanks.